Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Coming at you live from responsible distances apart, this is the Blue Heaven Podcast. <laughs> if you don't mmm, if you don't double mmm, is this really our second show of the week? What's going on, Dodgers Nation? No. My name is Clint. You can find me as RealFRG on Twitter and Instagram. Oh, look how smooth you got through that. No delays, no pauses, no change-up of names. I'm so proud of you. I'm so <laughs> proud of you. Guys, my name is Brooke. You can find me at BrookeMe3 on Twitter and Instagram. On today's show, uh, I think we're calling it the final countdown. I'm going to say we're in the home stretch, even though we're not in the home stretch. We're in the home stretch of being in the home stretch. Is that what? Is that, Before is that the next decided? home stretch, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's a couple home stretches. That's part of it. Yeah, it's something like that. But there are uh, a lot of logistics and variables and all these things that uh, we are not at all qualified to figure out. But you know what? We're going to try to today together with you and our good friend Modelo. Aside from that, we're also going to be talking about a world. Uh, I mean, without Joe Davis, I guess you don't really have an Oral Hershiser as well mm-hmm. on the uh, broadcast side of things because Oral Hershiser was brought in for Joe Davis. So if you guys do listen to their podcast, the off-air podcast with Joe Davis and Oral Hershiser, the latest episode was cool. They talked about Joe's path to the big leagues, as it were. Um, Also Orals, but we don't really care too much about that. Like, we know he he, he had a big league career. He's he's done. He got a good thing. Um, It was was a lot of fun. So we'll talk about that in a little bit for sure. We get to see a lot of cool parts of Joe's career arc, how he got here, um, and the one team that he almost got stolen away to. So you guys are going to want to stick around for that because I guess we need to (laughs) There it is. That was good. That was really good. I'm proud for that one, too. I'm going to jump into the comments a little bit. Uh, Sally Ann Keller over on Facebook says, how long is the home stretch? Because I want to get back to work. I feel that. I feel that very much. I don't know how long the home stretch is, and I don't think anybody does. I want to get back into the studio so we can do this easier without Gary. By the way, I, I want to um, do literally anything. Did, yeah, for <laughs> real. Did I did I tell people that uh, the reason Gary isn't here? Because he's celebrating his, I'm assuming, like 150th wedding anniversary or something like that. I don't uh, really know how long. This is confirmed. Yeah, but... Uh, Enjoy. I'm, I'm assuming he's pulling us out in his pocket here and there. So let's jump right into it because I want to talk about this. I know fans are going to want to talk about this. There's one week until we get to know what's happening. So one week until we have to wait more weeks, I think, is the math like, that we came up with. Right. Like, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to find the right button here because I, I feel like it's it's sort of. Like, it's happy that we are going to finally know something-ish. Like, all the things, you know, you you get tired of hearing Justin Turner, you know, be an old angry man yelling at a cloud about, you know, oh, the media is running with this and that, and we we haven't heard it. I'm mad if anybody else has printed it. It's like, dude, that's how literally us, that's how we make money is by putting news out there. That's how anybody in media makes money. You don't get to be a dick about it, JT. I love you, but no. So, if we're going yeah. 
from a big leaguer from current one to a former one earlier in the week. I think when we went live on Monday, it was Trevor Plouffe. <laughs> he kind of got oh, yeah. he kind of got hammered because he has sources. You know, the dude played in the major leagues for a few seasons, so he has, of course, one or two sources. Uh, then he got slammed a little bit, but turns out maybe he was not so wrong after all. Um, I I really did I didn't like that. Mm-hmm. Like th- he came out and said that, and immediately there was like twenty five journalists that were like, "No, he's wrong. He doesn't know uh-huh. anything. No, 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 no. He's and wrong." Two days. And then later. the next day, yeah, it's like yeah, almost the next day they're like, "Oh uh, yeah, it turns out July actually might be pretty accurate. Some mm-hmm. teams are already being informed, I guess." And it's like, it has "Oh, to that's be, uh... weird. You just slammed Ploof like yesterday." And it's like, "Well, he's not a professional. He doesn't know anything." It's like. Okay, he can still be connected to people. Just because you're not a big-time sports journalist doesn't mean you don't have somebody on inside track, especially if you're a former big leaguer. That's why when he said it, I was like, it's weird that you would have that information before anybody else does, but I also, I mean, I don't 100% doubt it. And it's sounding like he might have been on the right track. Or, alternatively, Passon just ran with it, and... uh Everyone else is like, "Oh, Passon got it, so it must be real." Yeah. So there's, if it goes I mean, there's Passin, a couple, there's a couple sides to it. I mean, Passon can run with like three or four major whiffs this off season, and I think or oh, yeah. this year, and I think he'd still be okay. But um, the rumor is now officially, unofficially, that some teams are telling their players to start ramping up for uh, what we, I think we termed it before anybody else, spring training 2.0. We did that pretty early on. I think days after spring training was shut down, uh, I'll go ahead and credit myself for that one. But Proud of you for that. As on brand as ever, <laughs> the Dodgers aren't confirming or denying it. They're not going to say anything. If you get Boomer Kasten in front of the, the camera or whatever, in front of a, a voice recorder, I'm sure he'll just be mad and talk about, we get over 4,000 fans in the seats each year. You know, like a you, know you, you really need to start a podcast as like a Stan Kasten spinoff, <laughs> like spoof. Like me, I would watch that myself. Like not even, not even with me in it. I would just watch it. <laughs> like you know? me being a burner casting, or yeah, and then just responding to comments. You know, <laughs> I would watch that. Personally. I'm down. I'm down. I, I mean, I got a lot of time on my hands. I mean, I don't, but I do. But you know how it goes. So, yeah, like we did talk about earlier this week, the the July season or the July idea really feels like that was the goal all along. That was one of the the dates we heard really early on. um, Right. You know, a little bit after we we spoke with uh, Ross Stripling, who, I mean, if you want his time, anybody can go and get Ross Stripling's time these days. That that boy (laughs) needs a vacation during his vacation. But. You know, he he mentioned when we talked to him again, he was driving home from spring training. If people didn't know or didn't, weren't around those days, uh, he, you know, they had the idea of maybe June. And it seems like coming back to it, maybe the players kind of knew all along. And understandably, you kind of have to play a little dumb with it because you don't want to. It's sort of a getting people's hopes up situation in a way now. Yeah, I mean, it's it's the same concept, I think, of early on during quarantine. We talked about it a little bit, but every time it got extended, we were like, well, why don't they just tell us the date? Like, they obviously know that you're not going to have it by this time, or why don't mm-hmm. they just give us a date, you know? And someone was like, well, on one hand, you can't tell them, like, hey, realistically, the date's September because it's uh, March and people are going to lose their damn minds and no <laughs> one's going to pay attention to that. They're just going to do what they want to do. 
alternatively, you can't give them a closer date because if that date passes and still hasn't, they're still inside, then people are going to lose it. So what do you do? You kind of just string them along for a little bit. And you're mm-hmm. like, well, it might be this day. Might be this day. Might be this day. Major League Baseball, the same thing. We can't give you a firm date because we don't know a firm date. Too risky to give you any kind of firm date. But with that in mind, we kind of know, but we don't. Yeah, we so have So I an think idea. that's kind of what's going to happen. Yeah. The, the idea is, I mean, can you imagine America on Independence Day, on 4th of July without baseball? I think that was always going to be the goal. And, and realistically, I, I, you know, the whole idea is that next week we'll have an idea of what the season's going to look like, if there's even a season going to happen at all. That's a big uh, caveat of this. You know, MLB is going to pitch some of the ideas to to the Players Association, and then from there you're kind of going to go, okay, what's going to get approved, what's not? Apparently you turn giant. <laughs> I'm like Ant-Man when he's at the airport. <laughs> I really don't understand that, but good drop there. I'll, I'll, I appreciate that. Yeah, <laughs> appreciate uh, Who doesn't love a good uh, Ant-Man reference? Yeah. So, Nobody, that's who. Well, that's just, that's just rude. It's Paul Rudd, you monster. Yeah. I mean, nobody doesn't love. Oh, oh, okay, okay. All right. Come on. I'm going to jump into the comments a little bit here because somebody said Kevin, Kevin DeBella. He said he graduated Centennial class of 2001, which was actually my high school. So uh, I don't know if if he knew that, which is strange. But shout out to Corona Centennial, I guess. (laughs) He's creeping on you. (gasps) He knows. It was you all along. I think he's having a conversation in the comments with one of my co-worker, ex-co-workers. So no that's probably. Yeah, unless he says, wow, Brooke, big Brooke now. Yep. 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 Oh, yep. <laughs> yeah, there was a very big Brooke. And then I, I fixed it-ish. I'm sure Brooke's going to be. I think a be. big Brooke is actually called a river. That's the difference between the two. <laughs> what, did you learn that in your fancy school? My schooling. <laughs> uh, all right, what else we got? Uh, Charlie Hamill saying I think it would be really cool if they did a, a July 4th start first game. I mean, it's a Saturday, but how do you feel about baseball kicking off on a Saturday? You know how white people really love, like, the flyovers? Like, they've just been all in for it? Yeah. Yeah. It would be perfect. <laughs> it really would. I mean, I, I'm I'm all in, dude. I, I, July 4th. Like, July 4th is my favorite holiday in the first place. Like, I mean, you, you sit out by a pool, you drink, you set stuff on fire, and you eat wow. hot dogs. And Privileged much? And tacos. Like, <laughs> I mean, there's here, not a better holiday. Yeah, here in the barrio, we, like, we just curl up the hose a little bit so it pools a little bit of water and we splash in it. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, either way, you're having fun. Like, yeah, the yeah. funnest you'll ever have. Uh, but I, I remember I fun. Yeah. July 4th is, I mean, it's as American it's as apple pie, and baseball's as American as apple pie. I don't know how apple pie became American, but it apparently is. So Something to do with George Washington. I'm down. I'm down. Like, even if they were like, <laughs> we can start baseball on July 1st, I'd be like, just wait till 4th of July. Just wait. Just wait three more days. It's fine. I'm all right with it. Everyone gets settled in. Fourth of July. The way it's a good day, and and you know somebody we've talked about a few times uh, during this nightmare is is Kershaw. Clayton Kershaw has seemed to be one of the guys who is like no 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 no. Well now with this <laughs> idea, he seems to finally be sort of kind of on board ish. He's not saying immediately no. I think maybe that Zoom call where he was clowning on Cody made him feel sad and and he missed <laughs> the clowning or something like that. But uh, today. I don't know if it was today. I'm pretty sure it was recorded today. He he did an interview with uh, one of the Spectrum Spectrum networks, like like news channels, and uh, 
know, he was asked, like, are you on board with this idea? And it seems like realistically he really wants uh, – he was never going to be on board with that Arizona idea. I don't think he wanted to no. melt out in Arizona. And no, anything, <laughs> anything that would keep him away from his family. You know, I did, I did a, a – I'm not going to call it a report. did a story about it on our uh, DodgersNation.com a little bit ago before the show. So if anybody wants to do that, just open a new tab. Go check it out. We'll wait. <laughs> but, yeah, that, realistically, if you think about it, you know, that Arizona idea was just – it was wishful thinking. It was never going to happen. You can't play baseball in all these open-air stadiums in the middle of damn summer. <laughs> No, and I mean, I mean, even even with this plan, like we, we we're going to talk about that right now. But mm-hmm. even with this plan in mind, there's still a lot of stuff that goes into it. There's still a lot of logistics over on uh, Facebook. Christian Sandoval asks, "Is it going to be a full season?" And the answer to that is probably not. I can't see them pushing it. Mm-hmm. Um, the question or not is, are they going to play a hundred more or less than a hundred games? And I think, based off of what we heard and what we've seen, a hundred games flat. If they're able to start by July 1st or July 4th, whichever, mm-hmm. 100 games seems more than doable. 100 games, and, and, you know, we've, we've had this kind of as an off-and-on topic, and I'm sure we'll get into it one, one or more times again before the season actually kicks off, but, like, like, how do you feel about a World Series winner? Even if it's not our Dodgers, how do you feel about a World Series winner coming from a season where the team won 100 games? Like, yeah, and I mean that's a that's that's a reoccurring theme throughout sports history where it's like if you didn't have a legitimate season uh does it count? Mm-hmm. Like you talk about the World Series that were during the World Wars or any sort of war in general where players had to go off to war. It's always like, well, uh, you're missing people, it doesn't count. Yeah. It's it's, it's always going to be a question. It's always going to be in the back of people's minds. As much as I as much as we're kind of like, hey, look, it doesn't matter we won the world series it's always going to be in the back of everybody's mind mm-hmm. it's never going to be it's never not going to be and that doesn't that doesn't necessarily mean that it's anything taken away from it it's mm-hmm. just always going to be a part of our history and it's okay it's fine it, and there, there have been arguments made even by players and i think even dave roberts said it where he's like yeah. i would actually argue that this is a more difficult world series yeah. to win and he's right like if you look at the nationals last season if you only gave them 100 games they wouldn't have made the playoffs 100 percent I mean, like by July, weren't they like nineteen and thirty-one or something like that? Yeah, like they, were they were pretty much they out were of terrible. It. Yeah, so there's always uh, oh, there was always going to be there. I think there one of the talks too, because again, there, there's nothing that's um, nothing that is going to be normal or familiar about whatever season we end up playing. If it's just that we have a reduced season and then it's back to the uh, you know the the now ten teams with the wild card playing games and all that for the playoffs. Um, you know that would be probably the best case scenario there's some talk about the the expanded postseason and like what 14 teams or something like that please don't do that they cannot do that no yeah that's don't, a don't bit get absurd. too weird like i feel i would feel worse about winning a world series that way than i would just playing a straight up you know 100 game season and then and then all the rest but uh yeah like we were talking about, like you were getting into and alluding to the logistics and the variables that come with uh, whatever they're going to start pitching, what, with whatever MLB is going to start pitching to to uh, the Players Association. The union needs to approve a lot on all of this stuff. So uh, 
Actually, I think it's happening concurrently right now as we're going live, but they put out a snippet. Sports in L.A. was they were talking about some of that. And Alana Rizzo brought up the, the fact of, uh, you know, what are the rosters going to look like? Because the right. roster was supposed to expand this year to, to 26 men. Now, is it going to be 30? Is it going to be more? Is it going to be less? What do the minor leagues look like? And then with the Dodgers, I think on uh, L.A. Times had the report. Dodgers and Angels are kind of, I, I, would you say they're complaining or is it just it's more of a concern right about the uh stadium personnel as it were I I, I think based off of Stan Caston's uh, uh <laughs> like whatever he said in it we don't I I'll have to get your Stan Caston on this later but basically he's like he's like you start adding up all these people that you think you need at a game and all of a sudden you're at a couple hundred people mm-hmm. and you're like I don't know how to he he said he's like I as president of a baseball team, do not know how to figure out who's essential during game day or not. He's mm-hmm. like, we already took away the basic stadium employees. There's no vendors. There's no anything like that. Those people are gone. Obviously, that makes sense. No fans. That's easy. You just get rid of fans. That's easy. That's mm-hmm. probably the easiest part. But then you start getting into the medical workers, the people who have to take care of the field and conditions of the field, which they have to be they there. They have to be there. And Granted, they could be the there at different stuff. times or whatever. I mean, before right. before game time, what do they do? Just hose it down and rake it. You'd only need a couple yeah, of dudes for right. that. <laughs> right. I mean, they, they can technically be off-site, and then there's a delay of game if something happens. Yeah, like if a pipe bursts at Dodger Stadium, <laughs> which it has, <laughs> which it will, because it's an old stadium, <laughs> you got to have these guys there on-site to solve these problems. Otherwise, you're just delaying games and putting them off to other days all the time because it's stuff like that's going to happen. Yeah. Or, you know, you get a cat on the field happens stuff like that happens every single season hundred million dollar renovation same old pipes dodger stadium I know, yeah they, they did not upgrade the pipes but <laughs> dodger stadium eat fresh fresh when you start looking at all the people that go into a game like aside from the players i mean if you i mean just, let's say you do have 25 and 25 like and that's not what it's going to be but suddenly there's 50 people involved in one game without coaches or officials yeah. And then you start adding it everybody else, athletic trainers, umpires, coaches, everybody that needs to be on site. And you're like, okay, we're in a couple hundreds now, which Mm -hmm. is where we're not supposed to be. So how do we solve this? There's enough room to like kind of space it out, obviously, with the whole six feet thing, if that's what it's supposed to be. As we see, you know, David saying there's so many questions. It's kind of uh, you really get into it and you're like, damn. Yeah, <laughs> this and is hurting he, my feelings. <laughs> he brings up the the new three batter rule, and it's mm-hmm. like, is that going to still be in effect? I mean, I would say no. I know. Would, I would say they have to go back on it. Yeah, now. They're, there's they're gonna, no way that you can enforce that. They're going to change a lot of those uh, those points that they they amended this off season to the. Uh, I guess it was a CBA with that. So I can't imagine them playing with that just because of how valuable a um, an arm is going to be uh, at this. Uh, if you're potentially playing double uh, double headers, you know, a few, way more games in a week than you would have otherwise, you you can't you can't really limit your roster that way. Even if you are up to 26, 28, 30, right. even more players like that. Um, quick sidebar: I I was going to go there with it, but I decided to walk away from it. But so many people in the comments are are, uh, are bringing it up uh, that. A World Series win in a hundred game season will be way more meaningful than the Astros twenty seventeen Astros oh, season. Yeah. So good job oh, yeah. to you guys in that beautiful I, blue sea. You know, of I actually, comments. 
I brought this up, um, I think on Twitter like two weeks ago, but it was like somebody had said, yeah, there's going to be an asterisk on the season, probably like not the heart of Dodger fans, but mm-hmm. some team's going to say it. And I was like, the funniest thing is it's going to be mostly Astros fans. That, and it's it's inevitable. Like the Astros fans are going to yeah, be like, oh, your season count. And you're like, oh, you're just, oh, I know you're doing that on purpose. <laughs> I know you're trying to get to me. Yeah, re- record just, yourself gonna... and tell me that Astros fan will just use the same old equipment they can't use anymore. But right. yeah, uh, getting back into it, there's laundry personnel, meal preppers, everybody. There are so many people there, and even with you know the six feet and whatever the hell's gonna happen, and each state is different. Uh, I, I think California is obviously the the most uh, stringent still, even though you know Newsom and and Garcetti have kind of given in to. Um, given into people a little bit it seems like i don't know if they're i wouldn't call them scared but you know uh the bullies have won online with that but the next and i think the biggest issue with with starting a season you know before we're ready uh, what happens if anybody any one of these players anybody involved in any of the staff starts showing any sort of symptoms and and or more so moreover where they're going to be uh, are they going to be pre-testing before you come in? Not just the you know the the temperature testing because that doesn't do much if you're asymptomatic. But if you have it, how are they going to do the testing? Where are they can get all these tests? Why does a big leaguer get tests before other people? Sort of thing. It's like, damn it! Now now I start to feel less positive about this July idea. You know? Well, I, I mean, if you look at it too, I mean, I, I guess the best source of inspiration that i can give you is that kbo has started up and they are miles ahead of us and how they've treated this and maintained it and the, their number of new cases is down in the tens not in the thousands mm-hmm. um and their testing is a lot more available than ours is but that's going to be a key part of it obviously testing has to become more available but one of their policies is that if a player or any personnel shows up as positive the league shuts down for three weeks and everybody gets tested again, which is, I think, more than fair. I think it's reasonable. I think it's a good way to play the game. I think it's a good way to safely play the game. And so, I mean, I, I got to imagine Major League Baseball is going to look to the KBO to adopt a lot of the similar things that they're doing. Um, I was I don't know about you because I've been watching these KBO games. I was expecting more players wearing masks. <laughs> I mean, it's tough to play with a mask, I would imagine. I'm I'm sure it is. I'm I'm 100% sure it's tough to play with a mask, but I mm-hmm. I mean, I turned on the game and the first game I watched, I was like there's not one player wearing no, a mask. No. It's all like, the umpires. Yeah, umpires, Obviously. coaches, other people around it. Yeah, for sure, but yeah, what do you do with that? Or, or, or big leaguers or, you know, these players that are obviously, you know, putting themselves in in harm's way, they're the ones putting themselves at risk. Do they have the ability to, you know, sort of wave their their mask? Um, I would call it protocol or whatever, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, the, more in line with the the billions and billions of questions. They're <laughs> not. They're not. They're not allowed to spit. They're not allowed to high five or really touch each other after celebrations. Like there's yeah, no butt slaps anymore. Like, like going to your mouth, like pictures and whatnot. That's going to be a big yep. thing that that yep. people are going to so, struggle I mean, with. If you're getting the ball back from the catcher over and over again, then that's 
I mean, someone's touching it, so there's got to be rules in place. There's so many little things that are going to have <laughs> to go into this. The ball boy can't rub up the ball before a game. Like, right. That's going to be another thing. They're going to be playing with different slicker balls, or they're going to be more pearl white balls, and that's going to lead to more home runs or whatever. <laughs> there's a lot with yeah, that. Yeah, I, I mean, either that or they're going to have to really supervise that process and make sure whoever's doing it's like dipped in sanitizer before they do it which is more i mean possible i mean you look at some things that people are doing around the nation and around the world they're walking you know before they're walking into places they're getting sprayed down with disinfectant mm-hmm. uh and you know i i don't know what it's going to take to get the season going but my god am i so glad that i'm not part of that decision making process <laughs> yeah, for real that crap has to be so difficult i imagine a lot of people at major league baseball haven't slept in a few weeks you know thinking about the idea of getting sprayed down with sanitizer and all that you know it just makes me uh imagine kershaw in you know in a postseason uh victory or whatever you just gotta let it burn just let it burn <laughs> opening his eyes lice all me up baby <laughs> this is what baseball is all about let's dig into a couple of the comments here i like uh i like david you know he he has the good point uh, about the the All Star Game, would you be down? And we've talked about it a few times, the NFL style, you know, Pro Bowl style end of season All Star Game. Which I mean, if we're realistic, it probably makes more sense to happen towards the end of the Dude. season. Dude, I mean, I, I'm just gonna go ahead and take all the credit here because I've been saying this for six months now. I mm-hmm. really think Major League Baseball needs to adopt the NFL style of All Star Game. Anyways, first of all, it doesn't mean anything anymore, so there's no reason for it to be in the middle of the season. First of all, I get the one week break. Great. Fantastic. But there's no skills competition unless you want to count a home run derby as a skills competition, which, (laughs) in my opinion, the home run derby is boring as hell. I I really don't like the home run derby at all. If if it is a skill that Jock Peterson can excel at, it is not a skill. It's the wrong wrong skill. You're doing it wrong. (laughs) Unless you're – I mean, okay. More so than a home run derby contest, I would watch a player hot dog eating contest before I would want to watch a home run derby contest. I'm 100% down to see how many hot dogs Vladdy Jr. can put down. I am no doubt. this. Matt Stairs is coming out of retirement. He's making the All-Star <laughs> game. Uh, a couple other big dudes are coming out of retirement. I'm, Prince Fielder. Prince I'm, Fielder. I'm into this. Out. I want you to draw this up. You pen the, the All-Star game for for 2020 and then we're going to send it right up the chain to manfred and we're going to make this happen for you people for you fine people for david we're going to make it happen for I'm, david i'm so down for a skills competition. <laughs> and another you, thing you get an arm strength competition you get some sort of stat cast competition in there to mix in the analytics you get a accuracy you could do so many different things mm-hmm. and it's right in front of you yep. so easy to do and there's so much dead space in the all-star game in the whole weekend or whatever they have of it there's it's like a three-day thing but nothing happens there's the celebrity all-star game that i mean i i personally love it but nobody watches it and there's just so much that you can do and it does not need to be in the middle of the season again they don't even the do the, the all-star game well anymore it's like no. an afterthought like they condense it into you know a 25 minute game like just let these dudes play, let these people play. You know, a lot of the a lot of celebrities and and you know some of the military heroes and everybody else that shows out uh, shows up and shows out for the celebrity all star game. They, okay, you guys are gonna play for uh, you, everybody gets one at bat and then we're done. It's like, dude, yeah, someone I'm not paying for. 
you remember when the NFL made that like drastic change and they like started accounting for something like mm-hmm. you could start getting paid, start getting bonuses mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And people actually started playing defense. I don't know if you guys <laughs> have been watching the NFL for long enough, but before it became a decent all-star game, they used to stand there on the defensive line and not touch the offensive linemen. Like it, they, the offensive linemen, there was absolutely no reason for them to be in the all-star game. They didn't do anything. They yeah, would snap was... the ball and stand up straight. That's all it was. There, there's so a, there's there were no reason. handoffs. Yeah. There's a reason it was like the the biggest embarrassment for for years and years. Like when you thought of professional all star games or whatever the hell it was, people just NFL was a laughing stock back yeah, in those days. I mean, there's, there was there was a reason why they changed it. It mm-hmm. sucks, and they were like, "This is a good time to change it. Let's change it up." A mm-hmm. lot more people got into it. It got a lot better. Major League Baseball, their all-star game has been trending down for, I don't know, the past seven years. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, it's been a while since the all-star game has been decent. I haven't cared to watch it the past couple of years, and I love baseball. <laughs> the only reason I watched – I didn't watch last year's. I watched 2018's, and that's because that was right before Manny Machado came over. Mm-hmm. And we were all excited to see how he interacted with the Dodgers during that game. And, and it was worth it, yeah. It was worth it. And that was the best part of the all-star game. Unless you were an Orioles fan, yeah, which the, I don't think there are any. The only reason uh, I think this year would have uh, – the only reason to watch the game this year, if it would have happened, was to see if I had made the Celebrity All-Star game. If, if our guy uh, Chris got me into the All-Star game, put Real FRG into the All-Star game, make that hashtag I'm, a thing. I'm 100% down if we can get you into the All-Star game. I'll start <laughs> paying more attention. I don't I don't care about it otherwise. So I, I, got, uh, I got word from a uh, season ticket holder buddy of mine uh, earlier this week. He called me on Monday, livid. Because, uh, you know, this was going to be the last year he was having season tickets. He's like, you know, these things are expensive. I have a, have a kid now. I can't really be affording this thing. The main reason he kept it is because, like, you know what? The All-Star Game's coming here for the first time in 40 years. I want to see that right. shit. And yeah. sure enough, on the call, you know, they're saying, do you want to do the ten, you know, plus 10% account credit or or do the refund? And uh, apparently the, the ticket rep said that we just got uh, a good news from Stan Kest and said that if we're lucky, we're going to get it back in 2022 or 2024. It's like, dude, already? <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, yeah, why can't already. they just push it back? Why can't they just push it back? It's like, well, it doesn't work that way. But also, why doesn't it work that way? Just let it work that way. Because life's too hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tim Rogers says the All-Star game used to be amazing. Now, meh. And yeah, 100 percent. I used to really enjoy the All-Star game. Like I would I would take time out of my week to make sure that I could watch that, like mm-hmm. every part of it. And now I'm like, it's almost like a week off of baseball for me. Yeah, like I get to take the week off. It's I like, don't have okay. to do that much compared to during the season. He went on a, he went on vacation to his house in Tahoe. <laughs> yeah, he's on All-Star break. He's not doing crap during this. So, um, I mean, they got it. They got to make it more entertaining. Baseball's already having a hard time drawing in attendance in some of the smaller markets. Even some of the bigger markets is having trouble drawing in attendance. So be better. All that to say, be better. Be best. Let's let's have our cake and eat it too here. Let's look at the the let's say baseball is coming back for that first week of July. And you know, best case scenario, we know right right off the bat fans aren't going to be in the seats and I'm I've hit a point where I'm very fine with that. I just want baseball back. Uh, it's okay. How long, though, do we realistically think? Because, again, you had people in Huntington protesting at the beach because they were told you can't go there anymore. So that's really what egged them on. 
if you're, yeah. somebody has told you can't do this, how long can human-ass Americans take being told, no, you can't go to the game? I mean, how long can we take it versus how long will it actually be? Uh, yeah, it's kind uh, of a two-parter. <laughs> kind, kind of the same question, but also completely different. Yep. I think it's going to be tough. Like you watch the KBO games, they're very entertaining, but there's obviously something missing from the game. Um, they're still fun. Yeah. I have no problem with it. I'm more than okay with that than no baseball. So personally, if they told me I couldn't go to a game all year long, I still watch every single game. It, I wouldn't, I would be sad, but mm-hmm. I would also understand. I think there's a very realistic chance that we don't get to go to a game this year. Mm-hmm. And I think that's becoming more and more <clears throat> real by the, every passing minute and every protest that happens with a million people at it or whatever they're doing. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're making it worse for ourselves at this point, but, but everybody's practicing good social distancing by crammed yeah, up next I to mean, each other. Ass to ass. Great. Beautiful. <laughs> but I, I really, I mean, Newsom said it a couple times. I just don't see us being able to go watch sports in California mm-hmm. anytime soon. I, it, I think, very likely it will happen other places i think Mm -hmm. arizona probably you're going to be able to go to games maybe in a limited capacity i know people are starting to go to back go back to work with like 50 percent capacity yeah um so it's i don't know i feel like we're not going to see games this year i don't know if you have a different opinion on that so uh you know instead of going into my opinion i'll sort of give my opinion when i answered a question earlier today so going even further than just baseball uh you know, uh, your, your buddy, I know you used to kind of dick around baseball with him, uh, Michael Whitman. He he asked on the Twitter, uh, the Twitter earlier, uh, it's a reasonable question, but what are the odds that any of the four major sports have any fans in the stadiums this year in the U.S.? What do you think about that? Any of them. <laughs> any of them. Like any of the four majors? The four majors. Um, I think basketball and hockey will finish. I mean, they're <clears throat> different because they're – finishing out their seasons they're not starting a season mm-hmm. i think they'll finish out with fans and you won't have a player or you won't have fans at any game the rest of the year for yeah, that yeah. i also think they will kind of just go straight into playoffs if those two leagues start back up again yeah i think those two are pretty unlike are pretty likely to cancel their seasons at this point like, I mean, we're, we're we're pushing what month are we in may we're pushing june and basketball still you know like 20 games or whatever from completing their season i i i don't think that they're gonna i think they're gonna call off their season honestly um hockey same thing i don't know how many people are into hockey anyways but i i know i've been to a few kings Kings games Mm -hmm. and there's like 25 people there so they (laughs) might be okay yeah um so i what i had said oh go ahead go ahead i forgot there's one more football's far enough off to where you haven't really worried about it, but you're kind of starting to. Mm-hmm. So the schedules got released today. The Saints play in Las Vegas at the end of September, and I would really like to be at that game, but I don't know if I'm going to be able to be at that game. Well, the Vegas mayor would w- go pick you up if she had the... She's, uh, all, she's all in. She yeah. is all in on it. It's like, how many people you want in? Let's bring you here. You want to gamble a little bit too? Here's some money. <laughs> <laughs> bring your friends so what i what i responded to whitman on that is i was feeling a little bit more positive today and and as you know usually goes as we uh talk about this realistically together the positivity <laughs> goes off into the distance that or it's the beer whatever the hell it is but earlier i was like you know i i'm going to be 
optimistic about it and positive and positivistic, if you will, and say maybe like 60% chance we might get some fans, but more realistically, it's going to be like 15% or less. Uh, where I immediately went to that, Bill Shaken put out the, he just put out, it's great really made me want to subscribe to the times but uh taiwan has the plan going where they're going to allow i think it's up to a thousand fans per game starting tomorrow friday today for you people listening on the podcast side uh or whenever last friday whenever you decided to listen to this uh the idea would be spaced out seating and everybody has to be wearing face masks so when you start thinking about that and you start thinking about the amount of space, just for example, at Dodger Stadium, you think maybe they could find a way to do it. But then, again, as we start to pile up again with the concessions people and security and all that kind of stuff, then it's like, damn, this really probably can't happen. I I think I'm like you where I have like very um, – <clears throat> what's that called? I haven't had it in a long time. Positive days. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's a, some days where I wake up and I'm like – we're going to be good. Baseball's mm-hmm. coming back. Sports are coming back. And then there's some days where I'm like, I don't know, man. It's curling up. I have sports in 2020. Everything is going bad. Sports. I'm going to lose everything. I haven't yeah. heard that name in years. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's, it's such a toss up this year. I, I'm really on the side of baseball probably won't see fans. Football might. I mean, the good thing is football goes into 2021. What year are we in? Yeah, 2021. That was weird. 2019. I, I thought 2020 was just a nightmare, but I would apparently love to it's have real. 2019 back. Yeah, <laughs> Baby, a lot come of back. crappy things happened in 2019, but I take it back in a heartbeat. Couple of comments here. So, Danny, I haven't I haven't seen uh, this one. I haven't read up on this one yet. So, I, I can no I cannot confirm nor deny. But uh, Danny says L.A. County Mayor said no public sports attendance until 2022, and then corrected to 2021. Have you? seen anything on that uh that's one of those things that i've seen seen it like bounce back and forth kind of like what newsom's done or he's been like there will be sports there won't be sports there will be sports i don't think realistically anyone really knows still Mm -hmm. um yeah i think it's one of those things but david also said that the rams are still trying to sell the sweets and I saw that. he also points out with the horrible logo, by the way. So kudos to him for pointing that out. Um, <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe not the best look of trying to push ticket sales at mm-hmm. the moment. I mean, I get it. They're in a new stadium. They really got to sell those tickets. And they have a very, very, very average quarterback to do that behind. So <laughs> tell, tell, really tell you how I really feel about uh-huh. Jared Goff. Wait, I thought you were Jared Goff. Ah, it's the mustache. What's yeah, worse to you? Is it Goff or Deerdick? I think I already asked you this before. I I wouldn't mind being looking like Jared Goff. Deerdick looks like a like a molded Play-Doh to me. <laughs> no, with all due respect. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's beautiful. Uh, Sorry, bud. Back to KBO. Leslie says, uh, "I think it's funny that KBO has cheerleaders. I'm down to bring some cheerleaders uh, into the games. Just have them wearing masks." Um, I I was surprised to see them there. I will say that. I was like, oh, there's people. Sierra has a bad feeling there will be a second wave. You know what? We're already being negative. We don't need more of your negativity, all right? It's rude. See you tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what else we got? What else we got? Michelle, unfortunately, wishes would uh, she would love to be at that Saints game, too. And, you know, I mean, 
It's the only time Drew Brees can win is in the regular season. So you know how it goes, man. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I just I, I just want to send Drew out the right way, you know? I yeah, want to lose a game that wasn't down to the officials just for once. Uh, just get blown out. That's it. That's all I need. Just get blown out in the playoffs, and we can leave happy, Drew. That's fair. Sorry. All right. Well, we'll see where we're at, I'm sure, by this time uh, next week when we come back live on Monday. We'll know a lot more uh, before we do head out. I mean, I guess we have to be, like, somewhat positive. Uh, yeah. Every every Thursday now, uh, Joe Davis and Oral Hershiser are dropping their new podcast. They drop episode number five of Off Air with Joe and Oral. Great show. Expertly produced by our friend Rick Rajuskamp. I'm very proud of, of the uh the quality mixing that he's done on the back end with his uh, workstation. So good job, Rick. Uh, we're gonna say your money. We're gonna give you the clap. And uh, yep. yeah, and that's about it. But um, mm-hmm. what were your uh, what were your takeaways from today's episode? Yeah, I mean it, it was great. I think the first thing that I took away from it was Matt Vaskurgeon was almost the Dodgers announcer full time. Which I mean, I don't know. People have their opinions on Matt Vaskirgin. Some people really like him, but I'm, I'm not one of those. My, uh, I wouldn't call him. I wouldn't call it adoration, but my acceptance of him has slowly waned over time. Like at first, well, he's in baseball games. So. Yeah, I think that makes it worse. <laughs> like yeah, I've been playing uh, the show twenty and whatnot, and with him and and Plesak and and this obviously the way it does it so robotically it makes it that much worse but uh safe to say that we dodged a bullet there on uh not ending up with Fazcursion. Yeah. Um we're obviously very lucky to have Joe Davis, but he kind of goes on a little bit in the podcast and talks about the process of him getting hired by the Dodgers and as it turns out because they pulled that well I guess you would call it slow playing it. The Dodgers kind of left him on red for a little while. Um, and so Joe Davis almost took a, do- a job with the White Sox. And he's a Midwest guy, so Chicago would have worked out fine. I mean, I don't know how far Illinois is from Michigan, but I think there's like a lake in between or something Closer like that. Than LA. That's true. Yeah. The math adds up on that one. But uh, <laughs> he almost, you know, Hawk Nelson is. Harrelson. How old was Harrelson? Was how old, old when he retired? Very. Like 135? I think so. Something like that. Anyways, yeah. Hawk was Hawk was Hawk was up there and it was they were the same as Vin. They were looking towards the future and trying to replace him eventually, mm-hmm. knowing very well that retirement was close and the White Sox were looking, the Dodgers were looking, the mm-hmm. White Sox called him, the Dodgers called him, the White Sox called back, the Dodgers didn't call back. And so Joe Davis was almost a White Sox announcer. Yeah, the whole and, and- you look at his career it probably would have made more sense for him to be in chicago but we are very glad that he's in los angeles hey there's not as much uh opportunity during the year and especially in the winter when he has most of his off days he can't smoke in your big green egg as much in chicago just saying so you just made no. you made a good choice joe d i'm just saying thank you for being our friend but absolutely if you guys have not listen to that podcast yet please go do that it's called the off-air podcast with joe and oral it's very entertaining you'll get mm-hmm. to hear a voicemail from vin scully which apparently rick confirmed they cleaned up because it was a little skippy yeah it was rough um i tried to listen to it and it sounded like the zoom call where vin sounded like he had a stroke on the <laughs> yeah, zoom call yeah, yeah, yeah. so they it Good sounded callback. similar but they fixed it but yeah, you know the show really meta you got to watch all the shows to to really understand mm-hmm. uh, but 
please go listen to that. Give it a listen. Uh, I think I, I want to say the Joe and Oral podcast has been the one good thing to come out of this. Yes, I, I would definitely give you that. Thing. But uh, we're going to leave it then with Gail. Gail says, if we hadn't gotten Joe, we wouldn't have Rick either. And that is really <gasps> the saddest thing that could have ever happened to us in our lives. We love you, Rick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love you, Wherever Rick. you may be. <laughs> oh, I just I realized. Think you may be in Pasadena. I'm not sure. I realize your your box became uh, de-sized again. But we don't care <gasps> about your box because uh, we're signing off for now. Pound it, noggin. Oh, wait, that's, that's not this show. But uh, do subscribe. We are on the internet. You can find us at DodgersNation.com. We are there every single day of your life to bring you something hopefully entertaining. Uh, and then we're doing this podcast either one or two days a week. We don't know. We'll, we'll kind of mix it up and see how things uh, go with the news. But you can subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, Player FM, oh, so many more. And subscribe to us on YouTube at YouTube.com slash TV. Hit that notification bell and... Uh, You'll be all set. That was really good. We're very proud of you. I am at Me 3 on Twitter and Instagram. That guy in the normal size box next to me I fixed you. is at RealFRG on Twitter and Instagram. We are at, at Dodger Nation on Twitter, at Official Dodger Nation on Instagram. I tried too hard. I tried to make it too good. It wasn't that good. Thank you guys for hanging out with us, bearing with us through all the technical difficulties of my box being resized all the time. We love you guys so much. Thanks for hanging out with us. Shout out to Mr. Gary Lee. Happy anniversary to you and the missus. We love you. And we will see you guys next, next Monday. Monday. Bye. Uh, Bye. Uh, where's my outro? Uh, uh. In a roaring stadium. Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. In a roaring stadium. Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Bring them home. Bring them home.